All right. Welcome back, guys. You're listening to Lulu's Son, The Chronicles of a Mad Asian. So we have our thruple. No guests this time. Who's going to go first? Hello. This is Spicy Meatball on the mic. Hey, Spicy. Harry Reid here. Nice to be back with you, ladies. What up, Harry? I'm doing well today, Spicy. Ready to get into the subject today. Okay. So today's topic is about crazy relationships on Netflix. I'm just going to throw the first one out there because this one just completely blew my mind. The Tindler Swindler. (laughs) Who's watched that? Yes. Seen it. Both of y'all. Okay. I am amazed at how many women are willing to give up cash for a guy. (laughs) I just can't. I know. You know, that was exactly the first place my mind went. And I kept thinking to myself as I was going through, you know, processing having this conversation today and I kept thinking to myself, what the fuck could somebody say to me to get me to give them thousands and tens of thousands of dollars potentially? Like what could somebody say to me? I can't think of anything. It'll be the the promise of happiness and being taken care of in the future. But do you not see through that bullshit? Like if somebody's telling you that So so here's the deal. Once you start going down that rabbit hole, your own brain will fight you that you haven't been taken advantage of because it's really hard to admit i think i'm being suckered here okay okay time out have you ever been suckered before that's a good question i'm sure but nothing comes to mind i've never been in like that exact situation where i was scammed out of money i have a story but you know anyone who has listened to our podcast knows that lulu's son can never be paid to do anything (laughs) (laughs) but i was suckered at once um he was younger than me very good looking a lot of fun. He lied about who he was. He lied about his job. Um, at the end of the day, I found out that he was a carpet cleaner salesman. Oh, I thought you were going to go carpet muncher. I was, little, I was kind of excited for <laughs> well, a minute there. Well, he did that very well, sense. by the way. Okay. So, <laughs> okay, I can see he got a lot more interesting real quick. Um, but he he got five hundred dollars out of me, and that was because somehow he talked me into paying for his plane ticket because his family was in New York. And um, when we got back, he's like, oh, I thought that you said you covered that. No, bitch. Oh, son of a bitch. So, okay. How long were you all together? I think the whole relationship was probably about four months. Wow. And you knew him. Like You felt comfortable giving the person money, right? Well, I honestly didn't. But he said that he was going to pay me back and I trusted him. Wow, I love that you had this personal experience because I feel like this is a mini snapshot into exactly the Tinder swindler. swindler. Yeah, because I was just like, "What the fuck? What can some? How can somebody manipulate and control someone so much that you give them everything you have? Like, because that's what happened in so many of these situations. These women are like desolate because they gave this douchebag everything that they had. And you know what blew my mind too is that some of them weren't even having sex with him. They they were just friends with him, and then. Thousands of dollars. Ridiculous. Not a bad gig if you can get it. But here's what I loved about the story. One of those ladies, right, finally caught on, figured out a way to get him back and talked him into selling all of his name brand clothes and kept the money and ended up getting him arrested. Yeah, it's this shit's crazy. And I started thinking about it and I you know, I went I was telling Lulu earlier that I went down this rabbit hole when I was doing some thinking about this earlier. And I started thinking about like what the fuck is wrong with this person who is okay manipulating someone out of everything that they own? 
right? Like what is wrong with this person? First of all, how is somebody that charismatic and uh, like, how can you convince people? There there are a ton of people in the world with a lack of empathy. There there are people that want everything for themselves and don't care who they, who they step on or uh, what they do to get it. That's not, that shouldn't be a secret to anybody listening here. Well, and I think that's where it ultimately took me was like, okay, how can you be okay knowing that you're completely stepping on someone else to get ahead? And like ultimately to the degree, like the Tinder swindler, all I could think about was psychopathy, right? Like clearly you don't give a shit about what's happening to somebody else. You don't have those feelings that, you know, you feel bad for somebody for what you're putting them through. Here's another thing that blows my mind too, is that his lavish lifestyle of all these private jets and flying everywhere, like he got so much money, so much money. And I actually, when the story came out on Netflix, I I followed him for a little bit on Instagram just to see like this dumbass fucking went back on Instagram trying to find other women to fall through this when there was a whole fucking Netflix docuseries on your ass. Can, like, can you imagine yeah. the the DMs like, look, I know what you know about me. <laughs> Netflix did me dirty. Uh, here, let me let me show you the real me and just starting it right away, right? Because sometimes all you need is that one little hook. Social engineering is Oh, here is we go. Simon, new. leave, leave like is trying to get information out of someone who's been going around for I mean decades, right? You, now you get like a scammers on the phone, right? Hi, I'm from Microsoft Tech Support. Your computer has a virus. You need to wire us like four hundred dollars in dollar store gift cards, Do you and still people fall the for phone? that. <laughs> Hell no. Oh no, absolutely not. I literally decline every call that comes in. I do in. too. I don't. Yeah, I don't know anybody. When, when the iPhone started telling me that it was likely spam, yeah, that, that's a great day. Yeah. I, I talk to nobody unless they're saved. <laughs> well, let's switch topics here, though, because, I mean, you know, we have so many different ones to talk about. But, okay, have y'all watched The Bad Vegan? I've not watched it, but I, because I, you had mentioned it before. So I read kind of a summary online about it to get the scoop on what was going on. Again, uh, blows my mind. Oh, yeah. I've seen it, loved it. Very interesting story. This, I mean, you have this famous chef who was, you know, getting her scene in New York, vegan chef. Nobody did what she did. She found this weird dude. I mean, some very crazy conspiracy theories that, again, like, I would never, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? You're fucking nuts. And an ex-con, right? He yes, was an ex-con. And, and like, my, just mind control. Yeah. I, I'm sure if you asked Sarma. The, Who's the, Sarma? Sarma's the woman. The woman and she's oh. the chef, right? I think that's her name. <laughs> yeah. If you asked her, I'm sure she would have said the same thing. So this all happens in very slow increments where you don't realize what's happening to you. You know? Uh, so, Spicy, she was a, uh, a celebrity chef with the first vegan restaurant. It, it was massively popular. You know, the place is raking in a ton of money. Talented, right? right. And then uh, the, the guy, what was his name? Simon? Or was that from no, Simon? No, that's Anthony. Anthony. Oh, I did that's my right. research. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Anthony just kept dropping, like, I need a little bit. You know, I need a little bit. And then it got into, it's not just cash. There's this whole organization, and you need to prove that you're worthy. And, and everything, if you read it all from start to finish, Is you'd say no person would agree with that. No, no person <laughs> could possibly fall victim to that. But the, the way that he just kind of strung her along a little bit and made her feel like she needed him. 
you know, they need that approval or you need to pass this level so that we can finally be together and you can get what you want. And your dog can be immortal, right? Yeah, like, that, or whatever it was, there was some abuse. shit in there about her dog. And I, all I could think about when I was thinking about these relationships, both of the relationships, really, it's, it's so cult-like. And I couldn't help but go back to how do people get people to follow them, them so blindly? How are people, and I don't want to say- They're broken. I, I don't want to make the assumption that people are dumb because I don't think that's what it is. I think there's, these people have so much charisma and they're so manipulative. It blows <sighs> my mind. Well, human human nature is to believe that what you're being told is the truth, right? Like it, if you have a random conversation with someone, personally, I, I don't just assume that they're full of shit until they prove that they're not. You know, that's just the general assumption is we're just on like the same level. Just like my vacuum salesman. Right. <laughs> but when, when that's not the case and when someone's clearly trying to take advantage of you, yeah, I mean, they, these people aren't amateurs. They, yeah. they know what makes people tick. They know what's important to you. Uh, in that case, Anthony found the dog was super important to, uh, to Sarma and said that the most outlandish shit, right? And, you know, if it doesn't work with her, it'll probably work with someone else. You throw a... But immortality for your dog. Well, it's not even just the dog, just in general of thinking about that. Yeah. And that somebody can promise that and that you buy off on it somehow. So, I, so you know, going down this idea, like the rabbit hole that I was telling you about, right? So I started thinking about this and how you get these people to follow you so blindly and, and thinking about what the who the person is sitting in that chair that's okay with that. And it... To me, there's a psychopath in there for sure. You don't care what the other person is going through or what the what they're feeling. And so I started reading up then, of course, on psychopaths and what the, <laughs> and the lack of human connection. And it was so fascinating to read about this because it was it was this idea of okay, if a psychopath doesn't have the normal emotions and feelings that the rest of us do then what are they working towards? Like, what's the reward at the end of the day? What is getting all of this money bring them? So I kind of like spun myself in circles, chasing my tail, basically. And what's the answer? I don't know. Can we get a definition of what psychopath is? It's basically someone who, oh, would you want to yeah, have our sound engineer pull it up? up? We're looking at pictures of the Tindler Swindler right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, base trait would just be lack of empathy, right? Person affected by chronic mental disorder with you have to go for the more, more blown out definition. Behavior. Hmm. So a lot of it is somebody who doesn't experience um, emotions the way that I don't want to call it a normal person, right? What's normal? But like they don't have the feelings of joy and happiness and sadness, and they just are kind of emotionally bonkers. neutral. I might call it. So it's just, it's so fascinating to me. And I was, I was thinking about it from the perspective of if you're Simon or Anthony and you're trying to take advantage of these women and you're putting together this, this approach to manipulate them, how do you even know what to do? And so I started reading about this and there was somebody who I guess is a self or a, a diagnosed psychopath. And they were saying that what they do is identify something they want and then figure out what matters to that person and mirror that person's behaviors and that that's how they start to manipulate these people. It's a great way to establish trust, right? It's terrifying. Oh, I love this person. It's like my twin. Yeah, exactly. Because we're drawn to things that are like us, right? 
And you would never do anything like that. So you wouldn't expect someone like you would do anything like right. that. Right. Because you know it would be hurtful. You know, I can't lie. You guys know this about me. I cannot lie. You just haven't asked the right questions. What do you mean? I could never be a psychopath. Okay, they're looking at me funny. No, no, I, I want you to I, say more. I feel like <laughs> I'm like, okay, keep going, keep going. No, that, that's all I had to say. You could never be a psychopath because you have too many feelings and emotions. Is that what well, you're saying? You know what? I, I don't have a lot of feelings. Well, I, I don't know. Do I? Because people say that I'm always cold. Are you concerned that you're a psychopath right now? Am I? I don't know. Because <laughs> I, mean, I don't think that you are. That prolonged silence a little bit ago. I think she's nervous. Something. I know. That Making kind, her kind of concerned me a little bit. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, I don't think we need to go through the self-analysis of it. Are we psychopaths or, you know, we're, we're human beings that care about each other. Well, listeners. and I think that in and of itself says that we're not. Oh, right? listeners, please tell us, are we fucking psychopaths? <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. Okay. We're going to move on to the next one though. I mean, any, any final comments on the bad vegan? Like, it, I just can't believe that that happened to her. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I'll go ahead, Spicy, if you don't mind. Please do. Uh, the bad vegan, spoiler alert here in case you haven't seen it. So three, two, one. The bad vegan ended with a phone call between Sarma, the, the female victim, and the, uh, the perpetrator, Anthony, Anthony, where he basically, they, it established that they were having communication and they were talking again. So if you've gone through this whole story, which cost her her business, her relationships, her network, and her money, why would you ever, uh, th thanks, Momo, why would you ever establish communication with this person again? Okay, right? so. Like people cut off, cut off marriages and boyfriends for far less. I think right. he was harassing her, though. But I'll tell you, so in my research that I did, I'm like so proud of myself. I actually did some research because this never happens. So in the research that I did, and who knows, right? I think everybody's full of shit in the story. But the, in the research I did, she said that that was actually misrepresented in the documentary by Netflix and how they produced it. That she that was actually a conversation that had taken place prior and that they, say, yeah. they took it and used it as kind of like a follow-up. So I don't. To, I mean, just to just to play with you a little bit. So Netflix yeah, is doing to, the to same really thing. To really hype up the drama. And why are these shows so popular? Because everybody's interested in drama. I'm interested in other people's fucked up lives. Well, you know, the person that produced Bad Vegan was the same person that produced Tiger King. Oh, really? Oh, no, I didn't. If that tells you anything, <laughs> fun fact right there. Stoke the drama. Oh right? my gosh, I totally forgot about that Tiger King. <laughs> I, okay, you know what? If we have time, we'll address that at the end of this episode. But moving on, have you guys seen girl, the girlfriend who didn't exist? No, I've never even heard of it. Is that the Manti Teo story? Yes. <gasps> yes. No, have how have I not that. heard of this? Okay, are you familiar yes. with the, the player Manti Teo? Yeah, absolutely. College linebacker, like great Hawaiian kid. Had Tons the, of potential. The, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He was he was projected in the, uh, the first round. He wasn't yeah. going to be like 1-1. But very high, and then just before the draft, it all came out that he'd been catfished. Right, he was the, right. the victim of a, a long ploy where the, this dude was head over heels, like de devoting games to this girl. You know, she was a, a big influence. Came out that she didn't exist. Cost yeah. him to fall in the draft, which has significant financial repercussions to that as well. But even worse is the fact that everyone looks at you like. I don't know, you're a sap or a victim you're a or dipshit. a cuck or whatever whatever the, the term is, yeah. Oh my god, I had no idea. 
I feel like sometimes I live in a closet. Having <laughs> like, having lived through that, watching the documentary, I learned so much backstory. Because you know, you get the headline, great guy was catfish, doesn't what whatever. You can't just help it, but see the the web of like everything else affected in his life. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's honestly kind of a miracle that the guy's still okay. That's sad. That's so sad. Okay, so we support LGBT community for sure, but uh, you know this this football player was catfished by a transgender. It's so, it's just it's so sad to think about the potential that he had and what his life could have been, and not to say his life is over by any means, but that's that's very sad. I've got to watch that one. I didn't even realize that was a thing. I mean, he did go on to have a, an NFL career, right? right? So even though he slid down in the draft, he, he made it to the the big show. He Played for a few teams, but you got the feeling that he would be a hometown hero, right, right? in one place forever, and, and that was far from how it ended up. But I think you hit the nail on the head, Harry, when you said that not getting drafted as high, I mean, that has huge implications for your career oh, yeah. as an NFL player in a career that's so short to begin with. And it's the, the culmination of all of the work you've done your entire life, right. which sounds cheesy to say, but these guys put in work beyond work. Yeah. You know, and now, all have, for a catfish, fried have catfish. Either of you been uh, catfished? The, the catfisher in that story tried to portray themselves as the victim. Yes, which was the the crock of all of it. How they were going through their own personal struggles, and you know what? That that's real. But yeah, in problem. that situation, you kind of have to own that you're the asshole. Yeah. Sorry, I don't feel bad for you uh, in in this this scenario. So Lulu, you asked if we've ever been catfished. Um, I don't even know that I would have been in a position to be catfished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Okay, so I'm going to go off on a little tangent here. Um, in honor of episode, the one that we did with online dating, mm-hmm. I created a site under Lulu's son just to test it. And this, the reason why I chose this site is because it was over 40. They're supposed to be more mature. My profile <laughs> picture was a picture of my fucking vegetables. And I just, once the, once I started the site, I was bombarded with these calls. I'm like, I, I don't even know you. And but they're just coming in. I think we need to clarify when you say that it's a picture of your vegetables. We just need to clarify. It's not a big picture of eggplants. <laughs> so that's an important <laughs> distinction. Or oysters. Or but Yeah. <laughs> You growing oysters in your garden again? <laughs> well, I meant vaginal parts. But anyway, yeah, they, it was nonstop. Like, you don't even know what I fucking look like. And here you are blowing up my my feed with a call it, with a picture of vegetables. So did you engage with these gentlemen callers? Some of them. Okay, let me rephrase. No, I did not. I, it was a test. Uh, and then... We decided to change it to feet because, you know, we've talked about foot fetishes multiple times on this podcast. And those were the ones that were wanting love. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck? We gone to vegetables to fucking feet. <laughs> it's just like nuts, nuts. Anyway. Okay. So your was your intent to try and like catfish some people? Well, it wasn't this? even. It was just to test out what it was today. You what know, what gets responses yeah. in the online dating world? Yeah. Okay. So I think we've decided that uh, vegetables, <clears throat> thumbs up, it works. Uh, feet. It was a plethora. Lukewarm. Of vegetables. I mean, 
I mean, as a as a recent forty year old man, I, I can see with uh, you know, it might not be the first thing I'd look for, but if a girl puts up a picture of a of her own garden, I know I'm going to be taken care of. No, that's true. That's a good <laughs> point. You know. That's very mature of you. Right. You're so old and wise Thank these days, much. Harry. Thank you. Well, anyway, one more thing about uh, another Netflix show. Have any of you guys watched Killer Sally? Don't believe so. I missed that one. Okay, I think y'all need to like start keeping me in the loop on what you're watching because clearly I'm missing a lot that's happening in the world right now. <laughs> okay, so there's a both of them were wrestlers. Um, she became more of a wrestler after her husband. It was a biracial relationship. Not that that fucking matters. I only bring that up because people judge. Um, and both of them started taking steroids, him more than her. Oh, I know something about this. There was a lot of emotional, um, as well as physical abuse. What were, what were the, do you know their names? Well, Sally. One of them was Sally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing that was him. <laughs> no. <laughs> as, as discussed, we support that. I, I saw something about that somewhere else. So I know something about the story. Sally ended up killing him out of alleged self-defense because he was supposed, he was coming after her. And, um, but you know, I bring this one up because we just posted dysfunctional families. Right. And we talk about the chaos and that you don't know any better. And she grew up in a very dysfunctional family. Physical abuse was part of it. And so, you know, she didn't know any better what was happening. I don't know he, if, if he knew any better, but it was so dysfunctional. And it was funny because in the beginning of the episode, she plays victim, right? And then you see some of these other things happening and it's like, he's the victim. But you know what? When you're on fucking roids, <laughs> who's the victim? Yeah. Everybody's a victim well, there. That could change any second, right? Right. Wow. That's crazy. Oh, well, I know what my homework is. I have a lot of TV watching to do. I thought you were going to say steroids. Oh, steroids. Well, you know. Please don't do that. Don't lash out on me. I think I have enough uh, natural roid rage. I don't need to uh, compound the challenge there. All right. Last one. We're going to close this episode out with, have you guys seen the most hated man on the internet? It's not really relationships, but eh, Whatever. You know, it sounds so familiar, but the names of all these kind of run together. Give me some details. Okay, this guy, he came up with a way of hacking into other people's um, social media and uh, personal email. And um, here's where I get lost, right? Like, I am very big. I'm not going to post nude pictures of myself anywhere. Damn it. Oh, she wants to see my my I wanted to see your your titties. (laughs) Yeah. Your kitten and, whiskers, whatever. I mean, I'm not the only one. Don't don't look at me that way. But here's the thing. It's like, okay, you're posting pictures personally within your own account. Somebody hacks in and then somebody finds out and then posts on this website. So you've got this website just full of hacked pictures of whatever. And he always claimed that, oh, it's not my problem. It's other people that's posting this stuff on here. He ended up getting busted. for all of this and then they were able to trace it back that the hacker was also related to him too and i think afterwards he ended up um he was on a couple of talk shows not really apologetic about anything and then he came back with more rage and wanted to start something else to destroy people's lives evil genius 
That's what it sounds like. I mean, seriously, somebody who has that kind of thought process of this could be something that could really make an impact. I'm not saying a positive impact, but make an impact. And I've got the skill set to do it. So I'm going to do it. You know, it's evil genius. So was the idea like I'm going to steal these photos and post them unless you pay me? He was making money off of these sites. So is this the revenge porn guy? No, it's different. Okay. That another fucking Netflix thing. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but no, oh man. I am so mad that I did not invest in Netflix when it first came out. I, I had that opportunity to buy some stock and look at me here. I'm trying to save up for fucking retirement. Well, I tell you what, uh, if you hadn't sold a while ago, you'd have lost a lot. Because <laughs> Netflix has lost quite a bit of business. And one of the things I wanted to talk about is why they, why they keep creating shows like this. So, why do you Netflix, not watch them? I'm so intrigued. It, it's enjoyable, but it's also quick hit content that's just kind of done, right? And so it's a lot easier and cheaper to produce one season than have to worry about creating an entire storyline and retaining actors for multiple seasons. Netflix has uh, been criticized for starting so many shows and then canceling them if they don't automatically succeed in the first like two weeks or a month. If they don't hit those metrics, they make the call immediately to not renew something. So people are not watching these shows until they get to season two or three, which means there's a ton of opportunity to watch these shows like the the one season Tiger King or the, the one they season They had two Bad seasons, Vegan. I think. Tiger King did have two yes. seasons, and they're both worth watching. A lot of relationships <laughs> I mean, in that story. Yeah, that, that was really fucked up. If you just need to feel better about your life, baby Holy Tiger King. Holy shit. Um, but you know, they didn't they find out, well, at some point, and it kind of went under the radar, they found out that Carol Baskin's husband was still alive. Oh, really? Have you heard that? Yeah. I did not hear that. Okay, well, y'all need to Google that shit because apparently it apparently it happened like a couple years ago and it just kind of okay. went under the you radar. Know what? I'm going to have to do some research. So, yes. I don't know. I, at least I saw it on the internet, so it must be us. true. Well, because all of the characters on that show have, have like fan groups now. Yeah. You know? It's but, wild. We'll get one one day. Please it. follow Lulu's. See, look, oh, look, <laughs> look at this right here. See, it's on the internet. Carol Baskin's, Carol Baskin's husband was found husband alive, but found no one alive. noticed. Mm. Yeah. So. Wow. I'm just saying. I mean, we we can't even agree on if people are alive or dead anymore. I know. It's tough. You know. Welcome to 2023. We're <laughs> off to a hot start. <laughs> well, happy birthday, Harry. By the well, way. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the 40s. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for a lot of fun this decade. It's off to a hot start. I'll well, tell you, you can that. you can start out by watching some quality Netflix content. Mm, you know what, clearly. though? I mean, okay, we're just gonna go. As Harry's little rant over there, we're going to close out this episode by saying, you know, Netflix, please pick up the documentary about the lady with the two vaginas. Yes. Because two is always better than one. I don't want to see it, but I would watch it. I totally want to see it. I'm intrigued. I'd watch it. What's the rating that would be? TVMA? Or is NC-17 different? Whatever it is, like don't don't hold back. I don't need a horror movie I, I need to with a PG thirteen rating. You know, <laughs> but let's be clear because if you're going to do that documentary, you know, you have to put those both of those vaginas on the the. That's what I was, okay. Yeah. So it's got to be rated yeah. so, accordingly. So you were saying that they're both fully functional. Yeah. Does that mean if she's just having some me time? Do you think she's like actively <laughs> choosing between left or right? I don't know. You know. Is it based on yeah? Okay, well, Netflix, please find the story. Do it twice. See you next episode. (laughs) Bye-bye.